So what, you want me to like start it off from the beginning or what? I just don't see why I gotta take everything from the top, you know. I don't I'm you want me to think back to all those days back in the past. You're telling me you want me to go way back in my head and just think about all those old times. That's a stupid idea. Why do you want me to do that? If the people don't know who I am, then why the fuck am I even doing this shit? People should know who I am if I'm going to be talking to them, right? Well, yeah, but why do I have to give out a whole episode of who I am just because these people don't know who I am? Why can't these people read their materials? What do you mean I don't got materials to read? Just because everything I do is in video or audio format doesn't mean that I don't have materials to read, man. Come on. You got to be thinking with your head. I don't know what you're trying to get or what you're trying to prove to yourself, but uh, I came here to do some work because you guys are paying me to do this work, and if you guys aren't going to let me work, then I still better be getting paid for this fucking obstruction that you're causing. Yeah, it's an obstruction, because I don't understand why I have to tell who I am, right, to all these people that are supposed to be fans of me if we're going to be making this little audio short series of it. I mean, I don't get it. I mean, to whoever's listening, obviously whoever's listening that's a fan is a fan. Well, who cares? I'm not looking for new fans. The fans that I got are the fans that I got. And if the people that want to be fans of me become fans of me, they'll probably become fans of me through my fucking work that I do. You know, the work that I create, the work that I produce, the work that I'm all part of. It's me, you know. Who cares if these people don't know my name? Gosh, the people that know my name are the people that are here, right? You know, the people that understand who I am and what I've done. Well, I don't understand why I've got to do a whole bit about who I am and what I've accomplished in my life. I mean, these people should know. These people should know. Fine, fine. I'll do it. I'll tell them the story. I'll tell them the story of who I am and what I've done and how I got to this fucking seat in this studio right now. You guys ready? This is going to be fucking brief. It's going to suck. To anybody listening out there, my name is Rick Daniel. I'm professionally famous. Professionally famous from what, you might ask? Well, my fans wouldn't ask that because my fans would fucking know what I'm professionally famous for. I started out in high school drama club. I was the best in the biz in that place. Granted, it was a small high school and everybody thought we were lame miles for doing drama club, you know. But who cares? I'm Rick Daniel. I didn't give no shits about no one. So I did drama club. And like I said, I was the best in that bitch. I'm Rick fucking Daniels. So, my teacher told me, hey, you got potential, kid. I think, uh... I think you got something going. And so uh, what I did was I said, uh, yeah, I do. I do have something going. He told me, hey, let me become your agent. I said, I don't know. You kind of been a dickhead of a teacher to me. But he convinced me that I should make him my agent. So I did. And his name was Tracy. That's all you like to be called. He's just called Tracy. He's a peculiar man, but 
he definitely gave me a lot of pointers. You know, he always told me, tuck my shirt in because it makes you look good. I always didn't like my shirt tucked in because I thought it made me look stupid. So half the time I went against what he had to say, and it turned out better for me. So I figured just do what he doesn't want me to do, and I think I'll make it. He was always trying to book me these shitty lowball plays. And I'd say, fuck him. And I'd go find some back alley and uh, just shoot whatever fucking kind of film I can. Not myself, per se, but, you know, this place, this website called Greg's List. He's got some kind of listings where you can find, like, people looking for people to be on camera. Quite a bit. About 90% of the time, it was dudes trying to get their penises wet, but not me. Rick Dan- Good old Rick Daniel never touched no penises. Now, I can't say Rick Daniel never got no penises, his penis touched, but that's a story for another episode, maybe. I'm still trying to tell you about how Rick Daniel, me, myself, and Rick became who I am today, sitting back here in this office, you know, sitting in this office in the studio inside this multi-complex of media corporation. I'm something legendary. No one knows who I am, and sometimes people claim me to be a ripoff. Now, sometimes that hurts my feelings whenever people claim me to be a ripoff, because guess what? I more than likely am. I'm what... Some people might claim as a heavily influenced individual. Well, guess what? You're probably right. You ever uh, talk to my doctor, he'll probably tell you, yeah, that guy's got problems. But that does not stop Rick Daniel from being Rick Daniel. So, after about 6,000 shitty films i finally got in on this great film with my great acting buddy ralphiano parker one of the greats i met him in a club we were doing uh, lots of drugs and lots of nose drugs if you understand what i'm sniffing and um so we were at this club the club was called property of Crazy club down in uh, some place I cannot remember and do not remember. These guys aren't paying me enough to remember that little fucking detail. We ended up being in this movie called The Weed Wars. You know, one of the best science fiction stoner films out to date. Anyways... So me and Ralphiano Parker, you know, we started hitting up Hollywood clubs and just kind of showing our faces after Weed Wars. Not very often would people uh, understand who we were, and once we told them who we were, they would be even more confused, trying to pin different faces to us, you understand? So, Weed Wars was not the success that we wanted it to be. Weed Wars is a real show. We got sued because of it. We were unaware. The producer put all the blame on us because of our contracts that we uh, did not look over properly. 
So Ralphiano and I decided we had to make our own movie. And what movie did we make? We made 10,000 Tab Man. The premise, some outlandish idea that some human would become superhuman after taking 10,000 tabs of LSD. To prepare for the movie, we actually gave a homeless man about six grand and 10,000 tabs of acid. Could not tell you what the side effects or the effects or the long-term affecting, affecting effects were. Because after we gave him the money, they do split with all the acid. And I swear, for the longest time, we were just picking it up from some dude that he was selling it to. But, hey, you know, Rick Daniel don't give a shit. Money was nothing to me. Money still is nothing to me. I'm the richest fucking actor in in this area of this area. And nobody even understands it. I'm so rich that I'm quiet about it. I'm so rich that nobody knows who I am. Because the things that I do to get me rich, well, people just don't get it. People just don't understand the art that Rick Daniel has to offer. And why people ask Rick Daniel why Rick Daniel talks about Rick Daniel like Rick Daniel. Strange person he is. But guess what? It's probably the drugs. Probably the drugs. So like I'm saying, after we made 10,000 Tab Man, the psychedelic counterculture really gobbled that movie up. You get it? Haha, <laughs> gobbled the movie up like it was some kind of fucking psychedelic drug. We actually won a Stony. Just kidding, we didn't. We never won anything for it. People did not appreciate it. Except for the psychedelic counterculture. But then after a while, they started to see through how shitty that movie was put together. It didn't matter. We had all the money. We paid off the lawsuit from the previous mishap. And then we got under our way. So we decided to keep things rolling. And we made uh, another movie called Dr. Ganja. Now, Dr. Ganja was supposed to be what Weed Wars wasn't. Dr. Ganja was this crazy idea that we had whenever Ralphiano, myself, the Joe Saul, and the Ika, man. Those are just two people that uh, I'm making up names for because if I were to say anything, it would topple empires of success. But us three were just hanging out one day in the... Backyard of my apartment complex. We were just hanging out behind my apartment complex, really. I was spending a lot of money on drugs at the time. We were smoking a lot of ganja. My friend got so high. He's like, hey man, this weed. I need to go to the doctor right now. I need to get the fuck out of here. I need to go to the doctor right now. You're telling me I need to get the fuck out of here. I need to go out right now. I'm gonna freak the fuck out. I need to go to the doctor right now. And so, as Ralphiano was driving the fucking car, and I was just sitting in the passenger seat while my friend was freaking out, keep 
continually saying, I need to go to the fucking hospital right now. I need to see the doctor. We were not, we had no intentions on taking him to the doctor. We uh, actually planned on just dumping him downtown somewhere. And we did, and he was perfectly fine. I think it was what he needed. He needed that fear in his body. But uh, on the way after uh, dropping him off and leaving him fucking stranded, we, uh, Ralphiano and I kept saying, Dr. Ganja, I need to see Dr. Ganja. And boom, Dr. Ganja was a movie, and it was made, boom. script was written after endless nights of blunts and more snow in the mountains. Cocaine. We were doing cocaine. Stayed up all nights that the movie script was written. No edits, no revises. We fucking flew by the seat of our fucking leather pants that we paid too much for. Actually kind of overindulged on fashion for a while and it kind of led me into a spiraling debt. But that's a story for another episode. So, Ralphiano and I, after making Dr. Ganja, we made, you know, the sequel, Dr. Ganja 2, On Call. Definitely not the hit we expected it to be. Probably all the drugs we were taking at the time. But hey, Rick Daniel don't give up on no addictions, he beats them by Doing them better than them. So the movie didn't turn out that good. Okay. So what? We still had money coming in from Dr. Ganja. 10,000 Tab Man actually picked back up in select theaters. Turns out people like to laugh at how fucking stupid it was. Who cares? I don't. I'm making money. I'm laughing at them, laughing at bullshit that I made. I literally shit in my hand and threw it on the screen. I'm like, 10,000 tab, man. There you go. Now, Dr. Ganja was my baby. I cradled it. I breastfed it. I took it to a fucking Ivy League college. And it fucking succeeded. Made me lots of money. Dr. Ganja 2, on call, was not the success I wanted. Kind of like a second child that you were too busy nurturing the first child to give a shit about the second one. And that's what Dr. Ganja 2 was about. So, in the end, in the long run of everything... We decided not to make Dr. Ganja 3, even though... Some folks were like, Dr. Ganja 3's gotta be where it is. It's gonna be when they come back. Ralphiano and Rick. The two R's making a come bark. But we didn't. We said, fuck it. We said, fuck the fans. They're not what makes us. We make us. Ralphiano started attacking his drug addictions a lot harder. Yeah, he did. I don't want to talk about Ralphiano on this podcast. Maybe that'll be an episode for later. Right now, I guess I'm obligated to tell you guys 
about who Rick Daniel is. It's me. I'm the man behind the mask. I'm the man that has no plans. I'm the man that flies by the fucking seat of his overpriced leather pants. Now I get it. The fans know why I'm here. The fans understand. They always will. Those people who don't know who I am. Don't know the real story of Rick fucking Daniel. Who don't know my fucking trials. Who don't know my fucking errors. What I did to get where I am. Some people just like to laugh. I like to laugh. I think about the past. And I laugh. Looking at all these producers right now just staring at me. Just want to soak this fucking money out of my voice. Of the things I have to say about who I am. Who Rick Daniel is. Everybody here looks like they just need to smoke some fucking weed. They're so uptight and they're just reaching for the money. Trying to milk it right the fuck out of me. I'm Rick Daniel. I make my money. And if I'm lucky, I'll give you some of that fucking money. But I'm only doing this... Because I fucking fucked up and signed a contract with the wrong people. And now I'm paying my due for it. And I'm telling you who Rick Daniel is. The honest way. The right way. Who is Rick Daniel? I am. I'm Rick fucking Daniel. I was once... A great fucking talk show host. Used to host a variety show. But all that stuff's an episode waiting for another time. I gotta tell you who I am right now. By contract, I'm obligated to. And all these suits sitting around me, they just want to fucking know. Who's the real Rick Daniel? They say he's got a thousand masks. Is he ever going to reveal the true Rick Daniel self? All I can say is, I might. If you listen right, just tune in. Get these fuckers off my back. These fuckers in these goddamn suits. They just need to chill out. They just need to smoke some fucking weed. I don't understand them sometimes. But hey, maybe they got kids to feed. As for me, I do not. Being famous and being professionally famous takes a lot of work out of me. Do a lot of stuff, including this Bullshit-ass press, bullshit-ass press, bullshit. Sitting around a table. Some studio that fucking me over. 
I don't get it. But maybe at the end of all this, the person with these headphones on will understand who Rick Daniel is. Why Rick Daniel is saying this shit. Well, really, that's all I have to say right now. And I think 20 minutes will suffice these fucking crazy-ass business wolves. Now, tune in and hear Rick, Rick Daniel ramble about some other crazy shit. You guys keep it safe out there. Don't sign any fucking contracts that you don't read, you idiots.